0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 123 of the J.B. Sism Show. My friends, in today's episode, we're talking about the anatomy of a novel. That's right. I am breaking down this book that you are writing or want to write, and I'm going to show you how to do it. I'm going to answer all of your questions. It's going to be fun.
1: Do you have a message to share and wonder, how do I get heard? Broadcasting from the beautiful lakes of Minnesota and the Twin Cities, welcome to the J.B. Sissom Show. This show will motivate you with clarity and help you find your voice so you can take your message to the next level. Now, here's your host, Jason Sism.
0: And taking everything to the next level is what I love to do each and every week here at JBSissom.com. Well, my friends, welcome to today's show. If this is the first time you are here and listening, I welcome you. And this show is designed to help you find your voice so you can succeed in your family, your ministry and your life. That's right, my friends. I'm going to give you the tools that you need so you can transform lives and reach the world with the message that God has put on your heart. Well, would you believe it or not that book writing can feel overwhelming and if you are writing your first book or want to write your first book, sometimes questions of how long do chapters need to be or how many words do I need to write for a full-length novel, they take center stage in your mind. Well, my friends, have no fear because in today's episode, I'm talking about novel writing from beginning to end. And now that we are approaching midway through Nanorimo. I have figured that this would be a good topic of discussion. So, if you're struggling on structuring your book, and you want to do this, this is the episode for you. Well, well, happy Wednesday, everybody, and... Um, yeah, I've kind of gone back to Wednesdays on releasing these episodes. It just felt more natural. I tried it for a few weeks on Mondays. I just I just didn't like it. So back to Wednesdays we are, and I hope you are okay with that. Thank you for sticking around with me while I've been uh, shuffling things about. But anyway, nonetheless, um, happy episode day because... We're going to have a little bit of fun today, and we are about halfway through NaNoWriMo, if not halfway through NaNoWriMo right now, because it is, oh, it is. It is the 15th, so we're halfway through NaNoWriMo, and uh, if you don't know what NaNoWriMo is, it is National Novel Writing Month. It is a month every year that is designed to help people get their books written. That's right. If you've been struggling in writing your book, if you've been wanting to actually get this sucker written. Out into the world, well, November is the month for you. And I know they do Camp NaNoWriMo every April as well. That's um, another opportunity to write your book. Get it out into the world. Because the most important thing is you don't want to sit on a story for too long because you never write it. You're going to uh, attempt to write it. And then if you stop writing every day, your book is never going to get written. And that's kind of how it's been for me. Uh, The book I'm writing right now, it's been seven years since I've published uh, published a fiction book. And seven years is too long for me. I've had these stories kind of welling up on the inside of me. I started this book several years ago, plunked away at it, and it's time to actually get it done. So I have now crossed over into the final act of the book and things are heating up for my characters and it is a lot of fun. So I've written about 23,000 words. 23,000 words in the last in the last 15 days. So that is a lot I have trucked right on through. Well, today we are talking about the anatomy of a book and and I'm jumping right in to this episode because if you have been wanting to write a book, you have all of these questions that are just piling up in your brain, and and I want to help alleviate some of the stress. I want to help give you some information that you are looking for, and I know you can find it on Google. Maybe you came here from a Google search, but I wanted to put this information here to help you and help you get the information so you can get to the road and get on the road to writing your book. So... Anyway, so here we go. I got uh, three things I want to talk about today. I'm going to talk about um, how a book is defined. I'm going to dive into the anatomy of a book. And then I want to briefly touch on how do you actually write your book. So those are the three things we're going to talk about today. So let's jump right in here um, uh, and and talk about how a book is actually defined. Now, it may seem like a silly question, but if, if you're a novice, if you um are are really unsure you have this idea and you're like well can can that become a book well let me define what a book is a book is a complete story whether it's fiction or non-fiction so in other words uh think James Patterson uh one of his fav- famous novels it was Uh, Along Came a Spider, if you remember that movie, it was turned into a movie with uh, Morgan Freeman. Great movie, great book. And Along Came a Spider, Uh, that's a full-length novel. Another one would be Tom Clancy's Clear and Present Danger. That's another full-length novel. Um, Or Stephen King, The Dark Towers, or It, if you remember, that was just out in theaters. That was a, a Stephen King novel. So those are all examples of a novel. nonfiction. fiction Non-fiction would be considered like a a biography, an autobiography, a memoir. Uh, so a memoir is a a portion of a person's life that's turned into a fictional style story, but it's uh, the facts are held very much in reality. Um. Uh, non-fiction could be a teaching book, so like Pat Flynn's Will It Fly or Gay Hendrickson's uh, The the, uh, the Giant Leap, and which I have not read yet. I'm planning on buying that book and reading it. Uh, recommended by Cliff Ravenscraft. So uh, Cliff, I don't know if you listen to my show or not, but thank you for that. Uh, I want to actually read that book now. Or if you remember the movie The Blind Side... Uh, that actually started off as a book as well, so you know the the deal is a book is a complete story, so it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. It it has um it has a thought or a teaching or an idea like a manifesto. Um, a book can also be uh, a collection of ideas, stories, and poems. I actually just recently purchased a a book it's a it's a collection of novellas It's like six or seven novellas seven novellas uh in this book the book is probably 700 pages long so it's a huge book um each novella is pushing about 30,000 words so that tells you how big this book is um some of them are forty thousand words. So they're 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 big, big novellas. Well anyway, it's a collection of novellas, but it's one complete story. So it's one novel broken up into seven parts, but each part is written by a different author. So it's fascinating. It's absolutely fantastic. And and uh I I, I think it's one of the best collaboration books that I've I've read I, I haven't finished it but i've started it and it's really fascinating i love the story uh, so far and and so a book can be either a full-length novel or a full-length nonfiction book whether it's a thought a teaching or a manifesto uh, or it can be a collection of ideas or stories um, or poems as long as it meets a certain word count threshold and And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about next here is really the anatomy of a book. What really defines, um, you know, or makes up a book? Well, a book is made up of um, words, paragraphs, uh, words, sentences, paragraphs, sections, if it's a nonfiction, or scenes, if it's fiction, chapters, and parts. And then sometimes people will throw in an epilogue or a prologue uh, into these books. So, a book by any standard is something that is defined either as an ebook or a printed book. Most books um, range anywhere between 40,000 words or 50,000 words and up. Now you can have books that are shorter. I have about a thirty thousand word novella uh, that is out, uh, and that truly is a novella. Novellas between uh, twenty thousand words and forty thousand words, and a full length novel would be about fifty thousand and up. So my my novella sits at about thirty thousand words, hundred and ten pages, and you can read it in in an afternoon. It's a it's a short book. But a book is broken up into chapters, uh, scenes, chapters, and 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 parts. And I'm going to kind of stick with the novel version of writing a book, just because that's what I'm focusing on right now, and that's what a lot of people uh, want to write as a novel. When they think of a book that they want to write, it's usually a nonfiction. I mean, usually fiction. I'm sorry. <laughs> and and so the question is, how long should each chapter be? How do I break my part my book up into parts? How many chapters do I need? How do I know when you know how do how how do I know when to actually end a chapter or where to begin a chapter? You know, these are all questions that that flood your mind and and maybe you're struggling with some of these questions. Well, I want to kind of help you um, alleviate some of that stress as well, because it can be daunting. So so how long or how many words should a book be? Well, I would say if you're going to write a short story, make it anywhere from 20,000 to 40,000 words. I would keep it on the higher end, I'd say about 30 to 40,000 words is really going to be um a better sweet spot because it's going to um people are going to be more apt to buy it. And uh, that's what I recommend for a short story. But a full-length novel, I would recommend you know, keeping your story anywhere between 60,000 words and 100,000 words. You don't really want to go over 100,000 words because 100,000 words is a big, big book. Um, some books can be longer. If it's fantasy, um, you can be closer to, you know, 120 130,000 words, and most people end up calling those epics. Uh, if they go over 100,000 words, most novels today are not that long. Most are anywhere between 70 to about 85,000 words. Um, and the reason why I'm saying words and not pages, because there's a big difference. Editors, publishers, and and printers, they want to know your word count. They don't want to know your page count. And, and the reason why I say that is because word count is everything pages differ from book to book you have different size books you have six by nine books you have five and a half by eight and a half books you have your trade published books which are seven by four so so it really it it, it really changes between the different sizes of books and ebooks don't have pages so you can't go by the amount of pages that you write. You have to go by the amount of words that you've written. And and so this is why I'm talking about word count. And so you want to make sure your word ca- you know your word count before you approach a graphic designer, if you're going to self-publish, or before you approach uh, an agent or a publisher, if you're going to uh, traditionally publish or trad publish, as some people like to call it. So now that we know how many words a book is going to have, how long should each chapter be? Well, that is a very, I think, personal question because a chapter can be any length at once. Now, books don't necessarily need to have chapters, especially if it's a novel, because a novel is they break it up into chapters and scenes to make it easier to read. That's the only reason. Otherwise, it's one thought from beginning to end, and it's one story. And if there was no chapters, and there are some books that have no chapters, by the way, if 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 a book is broken up into no chapters or very few chapters, you're just going to keep reading along anyway. So chapters are very subjective, and chapters vary from author to author. And so, you know, I'm not necessarily going to say how long a chapter needs to be but I will say it this way your chapter should come to an end when you don't know what else you should write if you can't figure out what else needs to be in this scene or what else needs to be in this chapter which is a collection of scenes if if you're writing that way then I would close out the chapter and start a new chapter You know, maybe maybe you're jumping to a different point of view. So you're you're in your protagonist or your main character's head for chapter one. But in chapter three or maybe chapter two, you want to switch to your your antagonist, your bad guy, your villain. And so you want to switch to his head. Well, your main character doesn't know what's going on with your villain. So I would close out the chapter and I would start a new chapter in your villain's mind because I think it's going to be a much more natural flow for the reader. Um, You know, you could also you could also keep your your chapters broken up into different parts. And so it could be one whole scene with many different viewpoints um, or one whole mini story, let's say you have a whole mini story within the chapter and and that's kind of how i view chapters they're they're really they're mini stories um so so how how many chapters should you have well again i think that's subjective the book that i'm writing right now i just started chapter 60 on my book and i'm at about uh 75,000 words right now in my novel so you know it's subjective you know each of my chapters are ranging between 1,000 and thir- uh, 1,300 words per chapter. So, and that's because I, I broke each chapter up into a scene. One chapter equals one scene in the story. And and that's just how I chose to write this particular book. Now, my novella, I have multiple scenes in each chapter. There's only 10 chapters, multiple scenes. So it really depends on the story that you're writing and how you're trying to tell the story. Um, So... So, how many chapters you have is subjective. Now, I'm gonna tell you exactly how I write my books, and that's gonna give you an idea of how many chapters I know I'm going to have before I even sit down to write, as a general rule. So, so I'm gonna throw that out there. Uh, just keep keep on keep on listening. So, how do you know when to end a chapter? And, and I think this is a question that is is really good because. Knowing when to end your chapter is going to help you in starting your second chapter or your third chapter or whatever. I say end your chapter when you come to a natural conclusion. If you can't write anymore, if you think this particular scene that you're writing cannot service the book any further, close out the chapter and open chapter two. So use it in a way where you can't help but close out the chapter. You know, don't force the chapter to keep going. Close it out and move on to the next chapter. You know, don't say, well, okay, I've I've written a thousand words or I've written twenty one hundred words. So that's the average chapter length, so I'm gonna leave it at that. No. <clears throat> I would keep writing until you have nothing left to say. So I have chapters that end at seven hundred words. I have chapters that end at fifteen hundred or close to two thousand words. So you know, it, it really, really depends. And, and so you write until you feel you have nothing left to write. So then the, the other question is, well, do I break my book up into parts? You know, some books have like part one, part two, part three, etc. And again, I think that's up to you. It's subjective. If you don't have to break your book up into parts, don't break it up into parts. I broke my book up into parts because I have themes for each major part. And so I kind of have one theme that runs through each of these or one vein of thought that runs through each of these parts. And so you could really, I close out each part on uh, either a cliffhanger or a resolution. And so so I, I have it in a way designed where I could break it up into four separate books and sell each of the four separate books. And so... You know, and, and that may be what I do, and so I wrote it that way so that I could break it up into parts: uh, book one, book two, book three, book four. But I may not do it that way, and I may end up, um, I may end up just simply putting it out as one book with four parts, and and so you don't have to do parts. And if, if you can avoid doing parts, avoid doing parts because it just makes it harder. For me, I think in parts and I think in mini stories. And so I want each chapter to be a mini story and I want each part to be a mini story. I want a, I want a beginning, a middle, and a resolution or an ending, whether it's a cliffhanger or not. And so the resolution could be a cliffhanger that leads you into the next part. So... I think in that way, so that's how I'm writing my book. So, there you go. So, I hope that's been helpful. I hope that kind of helps answer some of the questions. You know, your chapters are as long as you need them to be. Your, your your book can be broken up into parts, but it doesn't have to be broken up into parts. You know, how many chapters do you have? Well, it depends on on how you decide to write the book. If your book is going to be one chapter, has many scenes that tell a complete story then do it that way but remember a chapter is a complete scene or a complete thought once the thought has ended the chapter should end so there you go so so how do i write my books so i write my books in a very systematic way and and this has immensely helped me be able to write a larger book like what i'm writing now and cuz my other two books are shorter books they're about you know, 25 to 30,000 words. So, um, so I, I I already had those books written and and I wanted to kind of do a different way of writing. And this is the way that, that I'm going to be writing moving forward because it is, it's completely changed my life and I am a better writer because of it. So, um, if, if you really want to know, I'm going to give you the like 30,000 foot view here of how to write a book. If you really want the nitty-gritty details of this, I want you to go back and listen to episodes 112, 113, 114, and 115. And so you can find those jbsism.com forward slash 112, 113, 114, 115. So um, each of those numbers behind the slash go back and listen to those episodes. You can pause this here or you can listen to this and then go back and listen to them because it's going to give you step-by-step exactly what I do. The mindset, how I write it, all of that. So go back and listen to those four episodes. Um, It's called How to Write a Book the Right Way and it's awesome. So anyway, so do that. Um, So what I do when I write a book, I always start with a nugget or a thought Kind of this thing that's been mauling in the back of my mind and and I start with this thought and then I begin to write down um, a sentence or two an elevator pitch of the book so the book I'm writing now is what if a pastor takes over a church only to be threatened by the town's tycoon who killed his father for the th- sum of a thousand dollars? Now, he's coming to collect. Okay, so that's, you know, so how's the pastor going to get out of that? That's 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 kind of my elevator pitch. You know, how's he going to get out of that? And then I wrote a second part to the elevator pitch is, would you pick up a gun and kill somebody who took everything from you? Ooh, you know, so are you going to murder? Are you going to kill? Are you going to do the dastardly deed you know so that's that's kind of my elevator pitch and that's how i started the the process of thinking through this novel and then i'm writing and then and then what i did is i took those those three four sentences and i began to write two to three paragraph synopsis a two to three paragraph synopsis of the entire book this is what the whole book is about and and this is what it is in about three paragraphs and here's the deal if you can't tell somebody what your book is about in a minute or two, then you really don't know what your book is about. And so you have to really work through these ideas first before you begin writing your book. So, so write down two, three sentences of what your book is about. Then write, take each sentence and write out a paragraph or two about each sentence and really start fleshing out the entire story and write out your story, your entire book, in a few paragraphs that way you know exactly what it is that you are trying to tell then what I do is is I write down how I want the story to begin and I write two to three paragraphs on how I want my story to begin and then I write two to three paragraphs on how I want the story to end so now I've taken two paragraphs or three paragraphs and I've turned it into four to six paragraphs of my entire book, how I want it to start, how I want it to end and everything, maybe not everything in between, but I kind of want this overarching story. So now I have probably 250 to maybe a thousand words written of what my entire book is about. And and so you really write it as a short story and, and that's really going to help you Process through everything you want in your book. Then the fun part begins. I begin writing out an outline, and I and I begin to storyboard out my my book. And so I have a tool. Go to jbcism.com called out uh, slash outline tool. jbism.com slash outline tool. And I have a tool there you can use. Uh, it's a it's a grid of five. Uh, five by four and 25 squares in this grid and and what i do each square represents um a chapter uh you can have it represent more if you want you can add more boxes if you want uh, it's an evernote file uh, each cha- each square represents a chapter and so what i do then is i start writing out a scene in each of the boxes and and a scene is going to be broken up into one to two sentences each and that's what's going to make up a chapter sometimes i'll break two of those scenes you know a scene up into two or three chapters but um but really each of those represents a scene each sentence represents a scene and so write out your story in many sentences this is the nugget of each chapter this is the heart of each chapter this is what's happening in each chapter and so it's basically you're outlining in a bullet point format one sentence per chapter is how I do it one sentence per scene and then and then I take out a legal pad and a pencil and an eraser and I begin to write down a page or two handwritten each bullet point and so I want to make sure that each bullet point is turned into one to two pages of handwritten notes and so by the time I'm done I have written nearly a sixth to a third of my novel that's actually handwritten it can be close to 70 pages long by the time I'm all said and done and so I want to write out my entire story in a short form. And so when people read um, these handwritten notes, it's going to read as a mini novel and, and it's awesome. So it's a great way to do that. Once I've written out my, my handwritten notes, then I go and I take my notes and I begin writing my chapters. So I use my handwritten notes as a guide as I write my chapter and it's amazing. It helps me write my chapter. And I'm like, well, okay, I ended, I had this in the notes. What if I added this? Or what if I change this? And then I let my imagination really start going. And I start writing out my chapter. And and I begin to to flesh it out. And sometimes I find that, wow, maybe I need to actually kill this person off. Or maybe I actually need the story to move in this direction. And I can do that once I'm writing my chapter but at least I know where my story is going, and I've worked out all of my story problems before I start writing my chapters. And and that's you know, that's how I write my books. I, I find that it, it really gives me a strong sense of where the book is going, a strong sense in where the story is taking place. because I don't want to get halfway through my book and realize I'm running out of steam. I want to know exactly where my story's going. And I hope that you can do the same thing because I know if you follow this pattern, if you follow what I do, you're going to write a book that is going to be awesome and it's going to change the world. So get out there, grab your pencils, start writing your books because there's no other place that you should be than behind a computer typing out the dream that God has put on your heart. Well, my friends, thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so glad we sat down and had this conversation. You can find the full show notes of today's show over at jbcism.com forward slash one, two, three, jbcism.com forward slash one, two, three. And do me a favor, subscribe in the Apple Podcast app and leave a rating and a review, and I'll mention you on this show at some point. All right, my friends, God bless. Have a fantastic week. I'll see you next time here at jbcism.com. Bye bye for now.
1: Thanks for listening. This has been the JB Sism Show. You can find the archives of the show at jbcism.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to visit jbcism.com to download a special ebook when you sign up for the free newsletter. You'll get new episodes, updates, and so much more. This podcast is copyright Jason Sism and Sism Enterprise, all rights reserved. Until next week, stay motivated with clarity, take your message to the next level and find success in your family, ministry and life.